Uh, before we get started on today's episode, as always, we want to say thank you to our sponsor, African Pride. And this week, we or as always, they're giving away a free box of like a bunch of good, 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 good stuff for your hair. If you're natural, conditioner, shampoo, detangler, uh, edge control, all of the things. Um, and this week, we're going to make it super simple. All you have to do to be entered to win the box is simply be a follower of the love hour podcast on instagram we'll randomly pick a winner from our Simple. like twenty thousand. is it 20 uh you can fact check me it might be like 17 actually it might be like okay, 18 lot, uh, i may have rounded um from you know if you're following the love hour podcast on instagram you are automatically entered to win and we will just randomly select a winner from there all right hi let's, let's get, get ready to the the start the show Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Eric Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. And I have a lash that is irritating the crap out of me. Mm, get in line. Get in formation. Yeah, seriously, I don't think it's going to not. Okay, so um, if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. The podcast is a space where Kevin and I talk about and draw from our real life experiences and share our revelations, tidbits, learning best practices, lessons learned, all of that on the podcast. And we always start the podcast with something fun. Yeah. So we're going to start with a this or that. And these are um, listener submitted. So the question, somebody on my YouTube channel was like, this or that is becoming too much and inserted like a rolling eye emoji from the last one. And I thought that was so funny i don't know why i just they, thought it their was, qualifications are long i know but i was i don't know why i thought it was just <laughs> i just cracked up laughing i thought it was so funny but i enjoy when they're like kind of over the top I, I i don't know i have a good time with it so anyway would you rather uh would you rather be always hungry or always thirsty and here are the qualifications if you're always hungry when you eat you're satisfied for an hour and then you are hungry again the excessive eating will have no impact on your health, no weight gain, high blood pressure, etc. The hunger feeling will be as intense as if you've gone a full 24 hours without eating. Oh my God. Yeah, that's hunger pangs are intense. Okay, always thirsty. Only water would cure your thirst and it would only be cured for one hour. The excessive water drinking wouldn't cause you to go to the restroom more than usual. That was a good qualification. Mm -hmm. um, the thirsty feeling would be as intense as completing a fi five mile jog in high temperatures without anything to drink. No adverse effects on your health. No, you will not die from thirst. I got a simple one. What? I'm already always hungry. So, Are you? Yes. I'm hungry right now, and I just finished a chicken wrap. So you're going with thirsty? I'm going to tell you why I go always thirsty, and it has nothing to do with the pain. Actually, I think I, I, mine just has to do with hunger pangs. My attitude changes oh, dramatically facts. when I'm hungry. Oh. My attitude doesn't change when I'm thirsty. I'm just like, man, I'm really thirsty. That's so when true. When you're hungry, you're cranky, you're irritable, you're frustrated, you're no, no, short no. with people. No, no, no. I want you to fix your sentence. I don't want you to say you. I want you to say I, I am. I'm not the only one. But right now, specifically, you are. When I'm hungry, I, I yes. cranky boy. Turn all of those into I, I statements. I, Own that. Tired and hungry oh. individually are terrible. If I'm both, oh, cranky. you don't want to be my friend. No. 
you are so cranky when you are hungry and tired. Everybody is. That's why Snickers has a whole commercial about it. Yeah, but literally, you, the commercial was based off you. <laughs> <laughs> literally you're not you when you're thirsty don't have the same ring to no it. kevin's not kevin when he's hungry <laughs> like you are terrible you are just not a good person to be around you sound like due to the hangover you're just not a good person to your core, to your core. <laughs> <laughs> you're that's just your, not that's your movie it is i love the hangover um i also am going to go with thirst Simply because when I am hungry, I can get dizzy spells. Yeah, I get headaches. I get car sick. Like it gets, I start feeling weak and shaky. Like it gets really bad. And Jesus said, "He's the living water." So when I be reading the Bible, I don't be thirsty. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. All right, so that was short and quick. Don't roll your eyes at me this week, okay? That was short and quick. Um, okay, so we're going to cont- I want to make sure we get all through all these on this episode. We can't extend it to another episode. Yeah, that's facts. Last week we started, we celebrated our 15th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. We and made congratulations. it. Congratulations. We did make it. And um, we discussed 15 lessons that we've learned in 15 years. Um, someone asked me to recap these, so I shall. The first one was complaints are okay. Yeah. You don't have to internalize them as criticism. Mm-hmm. Vacation, travel, and experience life together. Number two. Um, number two, we believe in experiencing first together, which actually our brother-in-law Greg listened and we mm-hmm. were going to take a trip at the end of the year um, for the tour and he was like, I'm not going to. Like, I want to make sure I experience that with my wife for the first time. Shout out to people listening to the potty. Yes, and I think that's and so important things. because imagine and think about the times where a group of people have experienced something together and you're on the outside. Mm-hmm. You never want to be that person and it's your spouse. And it's going to, yeah, I was going to say it's going to be magnified Especially with his wife yes. and how she processes. That's also what happens with um, when like exes come into the picture mm-hmm. and maybe you guys are all together and an ex wants to recall a memory from before. Oh, it's a power play. So you had a you had a moment before me? That That wow. is an so actual power play to like rope you yeah. in and reminiscing and automatically whoever is the new person feels outcast. Yep. You feel like, oh, outcast I'm the like new big boy and Andre 3000. Yes. And so you want to as much as possible. And and think about when people are doing that and like recalling and reminiscing, like that bond and that moment and the laughter and like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, to be able to recall those memories together yeah. is a true bonding experience. You swooped your baby hair. It's great. Did I? They're Thank you. In. They're in, they're, they're I didn't do a, a bun today. No, you didn't. I was trying to do my, yeah, that's what I was trying to do, like a 90s style ponytail. I'm happy you noticed. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, The next one, unplug from the outside world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Celebrate your anniversary. That's a big one. Yeah. Okay. And I put my big, like, around the way girl earrings on. (laughs) I just wanted to, like, tell you guys I was, like, doing 90s. Um, Celebrate your anniversary. Sex is something that's more than physical. Oh, yeah. Your best moments are fleeting, and so are your worst moments. Mm -hmm. And your kids see everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's where we ended. So the next one is autopilot is dangerous. Armed and dangerous. Do you want to tell why? Or do you want me to give my thoughts? Uh, Well, we talk about this in the Love Hour Live on the current tour. Um, We talk about divorce is not an option. And what that often leads you to do is be lazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like the whole gift situation that came from a couple episodes, that came from autopilot. Mm. And the thing about autopilot is you don't mean to 
uh, I don't know if it's laziness, but you just it's get like comfortable. driving. You yeah. just, you're just, you've done it for so long. You're used to it. You don't think that much, and you don't think anything will happen if you do this. So right. I'm buying you gifts year after year. You're never saying anything, so it just takes less and less thought. All of a sudden, you're trying to let me know with the gift before that you know this is yeah. how you feel, but I don't notice it. So this next time, you make it even more clear. Sure. And that's the time where I'm like, oh, so now you this and that and this and that. And really, I had just gone on autopilot. Yeah. I had stopped being like, when we first got together, I would do all type of diligent research if mm -hmm. you like something in this and talk to your sisters and your mom or whatever. And, you know, after you do it for a couple of times in a couple of years, 15 years in, I'm just like, oh, I'll just get her this. Yeah. She'll like this. Yes. And I think that in some ways, autopilot can be, um, it is a good thing. Like that familiarity that you have with your spouse is what breeds a little bit of the intimacy, like thinking that I like know you. Perfect example. Okay. I went to get Starbucks because my voice is a little weak. Got some tea. Said, hey, you know what? Melissa probably didn't eat. I didn't. Because she gets up in the last second possible. Fact. Takes a shower, does her makeup, does her hair, never leaves time to eat. And then it's like, <laughs> So I went. up. And I text you, hey, do you want anything from Starbucks? And I didn't know you were live, but you didn't respond. So I said, let me just get her something yeah. in case. And I got you the tea that you've been drinking from Starbucks because I've been paying attention. And that was an autopilot good thing. Right. Like, I know this girl well, and, you know what? and she That's, probably is hungry. That is the familiarity that I was talking mm -hmm. about. Like, in some regards, auto Autopilot is um, it, it 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 is what breed it. Think about your words, Melissa. Mm -mm -mm. It what it is what takes your relationship from the newness novelty yeah. into like a sustained relationship. Right. So in some, who's here? Doughboy. Ah. Um. <laughs> and I forgot he was here just that fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> allergic in some regards you need that um, familiarity that yes. autopilot so to speak but in some regards you don't want to get so comfortable that it becomes laziness exactly same thing with pilots um, and driving you gave the example driving. with driving it once you get too comfortable you can start making very simple mistakes but they can lead to Ooh. not lo looking over no, your shoulder sh 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 I got a great analogy okay I got one too no this is gonna be better than whatever okay, you say okay use it use it with driving mm -hmm. you do it so much that you go on autopilot and you forget how dangerous it actually is that you take your eyes off the wheel that you text while you're driving that you're doing all these different things you don't realize that your life can be gone like that. So An cool. accident, you can use lose your life, take somebody's life. It's the same thing with marriage. We do it for so long, we we are desensitized to the weight, the to gravity the weight of the and gravity of the situation. Yes, because you've been doing it so long, so you realize true. you know what? Um, I've been watching this show called Bad Blood, and uh, I don't think anybody's watching it, but. The, quick story is this guy had been really loyal to the family for mm -hmm. a long time mm -hmm. and people took that for granted and they try to remind him oh you're just you're not really family like that yes and you forgot he did all this family stuff for you sure and that one word changed the trajectory of their whole relationship wow. and you forget how quickly a word can make you feel like 
with the gifts thing how you like you know the things I said the things you say you forget the weight of your words and how much impact they can have absolutely and, and even more I was going to use an example of of your um of a blind spot yeah so when you're driving a lot of times you can get into the habit of just looking in your mirror and you kind of just at least for me you pull yep. forward thinking you're covering your blind spot instead of looking over your shoulder oh, i can't even, i don't even look over my shoulder no more well but think about the danger and so not my license to be suspended now you need to pay that ticket i know okay side note but think about don't the wait. D- don't <laughs> wait thousand dollars really he paid a thousand dollars for my registration last year because of unpaid tickets from like twenty sixteen. Okay, I do want to get. That was like six tickets. But this is think about the danger and not looking yes. at your blind spots, yes. and that's what happens in real life. Yep. You don't realize that you have these blind spots mm-hmm. in all of your laziness and all of your autopilotness because you're not on alert. When when things are new, you're always like checking. You know, you're acutely yep. aware of yep. what's going on because you're not comfortable. Right. But as soon as you get comfortable, suddenly your blind spots are no longer in your rear view mirror oh, yeah. you're no longer paying attention to them and those things can creep up yep. you hit them and now you have this catastrophic event that's happening in life bingo bango um, you know one other thing that you can like kind of take for granted and move into autopilot is your diet if anybody in this room knows that <laughs> It is Kevin Allen Fredericks. Because you are young, your metabolism is high, you have PE, you have weight training, you are doing sports, you are doing all of the things, and you take all of that for granted. You become an adult and you sit at a desk. Yep. Sedentary lifestyle. And then suddenly, weight sticks to you. And um, you don't want these. So we have partnered with Open Fit. Mm. So they're changing the way that you work out with open fit and what they do is they customize a personalized workout experience for you that is tailored specifically to your workout goals yes weight loss goals me and doughboy have a competition and i realized we've been competing differently we've both been working out but he's been working out specifically to lose weight Mm -hmm. and i actually haven't i've been working out to get rid of man boobs sure so i've actually been lifting lifting weights so i'm actually getting heavier because my workout plan is not the same as his. Absolutely. And Open Fit works well for both of us because right. he can choose a heavy cardio or high uh, a hit workout, high impact intensity training. Yeah. And I've been doing more weightlifting, weightlifting, strengthening, and that same program will be different for us. And that's what I love about Open Fit. That was very good, Kev. And you're right. And if you want to start your weight loss journey, um, you can do that with us. Just use our code LOVE and start using Open Fit for your journey to a healthier lifestyle. Right now, with the Open Fit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to Open Fit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text LOVE to 303030. You will get ac- full access to Open Fit all the workouts nutrition information which is very important important you need diet you need exercise and the combination of two and rest and the combination of the two three is what is going to lead you to success do Mm -hmm. not discount the importance of your nutrition Um, but you get access to all of this totally free again just text love that's l-o-v-e to 30 30 30 and please remember that standard standard message and data rates uh Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next one, which is, okay, we just discussed autopilot is dangerous, right? Identify your toxic cycles. And what this means, so last year on the live experience, we talked about the... 
what did we call momentum, it? Momentum. No, no, no. Uh, the broken cycle? Broken cycle. Cycle of emotional brokenness. The cycle of emotional brokenness. Thank you. That's what we call it. The cycle of emotional brokenness. And that is when, like, I'm mad, you're not, then you get mad, and I'm not, and we're never coming to a point where both of us are, like, not mad and we can apologize. Yes. And so you get you go through this cycle where all, we're always, like, emotionally broken, and it's hard to pour into your spouse. Right. And in relationships, you become... Um, you get tied, you fulfill a role. Mm -hmm. Okay, so all relationships have a dynamic, yeah. right? And in that dynamic, as an example, I'll use us to make it clear. In our relationship, our dynamic is such that you are the dreamer and I am the stable one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we have identified these roles and thus we fulfill these roles, right? right? And so when somebody wants to change something it's easy for that tension to start it's kind of what happened when we talked about um beth and randall yep. a, a few weeks ago and it, it causes this tension mm -hmm. and that tension can create like this cycle of toxic toxicity in your relationship right. am i making sense oh, a little yeah. bit okay oh yeah and so you have to be aware of like when you want to change something that you don't want to change your partner you're just saying i want to change our dynamics right. and sometimes when we want to change our roles we think we have to throw the whole relationship out bingo I thought you were going to say more stuff. No, I wasn't going to say it. When you said bingo, I thought you were going to add on. No, I, I feel like that's, you know, uh, somebody was saying this about how back in the day, parents or relationships, they didn't throw anything away. They fixed it because they fixed the houses. When you, you know, we, you know, because of our culture and things are cheaper, we just buy new stuff. Mm -hmm. This breaks, we buy it, new TV, buy it, whatever. And back in the day, they used to fix stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that we do have a little bit of a microwave throwaway culture. And we're not used to, you know, there's stuff that we buy that's breaking that we don't even return. Mm -hmm. We're just like, now nah, buy another one. And I think that can kind of seep into your relationship as well. And you feel like, like, and I always, we talked about this before, like people really come back from cheating. Oh, yeah. To a whole place again. Mm -hmm. And you. In their relationship. In their, in their relationship. Yeah, yeah. And most people, you included, be like, if you cheat, that's, mm -hmm. you know, done. But people have, can and are able to fix that, even Absolutely. that. If they're willing to do the work, yeah. you know, and obviously you can throw that relationship away if you want to, but you can also decide I'm going to work on that. And I think that's the most uh, egregious example, but there's also smaller things that we decide I'm just not even going to worry about that. Yeah. She asked for this. I'm not going to do it. I just I don't care enough, you know, and it, the best case uh, or course of action is actually even with the gifts thing. I know we keep going back to that, but I think it's because it's fresh. It would have been very easy for me to be like, no, nah, I'm just. I'm not going to do that. And the thing is, that is going, we talked about the narratives that you create, but not, but now not only am I creating narratives, you will yeah. also start to create narratives. We're back from a disruption. We don't remember the last thought, so we're just going to continue on. Um, nah, nah, nah. nah. We ain't got time wrong. It's fine. Thanks, Joshua. Love you, man. <laughs> um, so the point is that you have to identify those toxic um, cycles that are, occur in your relationship, and then work on because all again, all relationship, ha all relationships have a dynamic. Mm -hmm. And um, with those dynamic comes roles. Yep. And sometimes those roles, you just play into them. And sometimes it can cause you to be at odds with one another. Right. So just recognizing that that's, it's a common occurrence. It can happen. And if you want to change your role, you don't have to throw out the whole relationship. Um, 
because you don't have to you just have mm-hmm. to have those and listen we talked about this in the live experience but it will be a transition and yes. we're not saying that it'll be an easy transition and it's not necessarily easy nor quick nor quick but it is necessary but it is necessary okay next one identify learned behaviors from your family of origin Woo! so we definitely talked about this on one of the episodes the uh, family of origin episode which is one of my favorite episodes it's a little technical but it's one of my favorite episodes because it is so important to realize and recognize what you internalize from the family that you grew up in. Oh, yeah. And most things are caught rather than taught. So even if your parents told you something better than that, what they were doing, you'll probably end up doing what you saw them do. Of course. And so recognizing my family didn't speak, so I don't speak. Yeah. My family um, held stuff in instead of speaking out, so I do that. My family held grudges so i do that my family lashed out so i do that like recognizing and those some things long- are good my, yeah. my family uh my dad and mom had healthy arguments never raised their voice at each other never threw things so i internalized this is how you yeah this is how you argue without being mean or vindictive or anything like that uh but also my family did uh the whole we won't go to bed angry mm-hmm so that's also how I was raised. That's not how you were raised. No. And I try to force that on you. I don't always, um, I know my Christian church Bible thumper is going to come for me, but I don't always believe that. They were let the sunset on your anger? Like, I understand the point of what yeah. it's saying, but sometimes you do have to allow people to take a moment to breathe. Absolutely. Because I think because, if you don't, you end up saying something you don't mean because you haven't had a chance right. to it, calm down. Exactly. And I always want, even in my argument, you know, the Bible says sin, not even in anger, sin not. You always want to honor your marriage, even in anger. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard to do that if you don't have a moment to regroup. Right. And so whether that is. I, I need to sleep on this so I can wake up in the morning and like have a discussion with a clear mind and my temper is down and right. my emotions are, you know, because with um, like scientifically speaking in your body, when your blood pressure gets up, you are in flight or fight mode yep. naturally. Yes. So that's why some people, when they're angry, they shut down. Yep. And some people, when they're angry, they fight they lash and they out. come out swinging. Yeah. And so depending on where you are, like you need that moment to kind of recenter Absolutely. so you can have a conversation, whether that shut down, give me a moment so I can process my feelings and come back to the table, or I'm about to lash out and cut you with I'm my words. lash out. Yes. Yeah, so let me and calm you were, you, down. I don't even think you were a, a lash outer. But you would become increasingly frustrated if I try to push you to talk about it before you were ready. Yes. And I learned pretty early in our marriage that, okay, she is not doing this the way that I would do this. Mm-hmm. And I actually tested it a couple of times. I'm like, okay, I'm going to let her go to sleep mad. And we'll see how she does. She acts in the morning. And you'd be like much more uh, able to process your feelings in a non-aggressive or angry way. Yes. So I was like, well, this just works for us. And that yeah. wasn't the exact thing that worked for my parents or my family, but it did work for you and I. You it, know, so yeah, I think that's I, why it's important to understand how you came from, how you see the world, and then also be able to make the adjustments 
to what your actual marriage is yeah. and not try to replicate. Because I think earlier in our marriage, I was trying to replicate, okay, we'll do this like pastor and his wife do, we'll do this like deacon person, and we'll do this like my parents, and we'll do this like your parents. And you really have to find out what works for you and right. your spouse. Right, create that brand new um, relationship and brand new dynamic between you and your spouse. Yeah. And I think the point behind that is not letting stuff like fester mm-hmm. and grow and take root and cause like resentment and anger and yeah. you know disgust in your relationship. You don't want those you don't want situations to just grow in your relationship but at the same time um i have a hard time believing that everyone is able to articulate and process and have productive conversations in the midst of an argument like even if that means maybe we don't go to sleep but like let's break for like an hour Mm -hmm. let me take a you know walk around the block calm down and then let's come to the table but forcing someone to talk in the moment when they're not ready i just don't believe is a good use of people's time um and a good use of you know in your relationship because that's how things that are said that you don't mean and you can't take that back. And you can't, and that, and honestly, and when you're on the receiving end of that, sometimes those words just are on a repeat. And that's what and I was going to say. Replay, and it just rings in your ear, and it feels like th- that person has just said it again for the first time, and you really be like, man, they really, you really said and, that. And that's how you, again, you're going to start. Like, even if you come back and you apologize, and I didn't mean, I was just angry. Um, if I believe that what you what you said you believed in the moment, I'm going to look for examples to confirm that, yep. and that's going to cause issues. Oh yeah, that is going to cause oh, issues. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so the next one: live within your means. Okay, this was my dad's greatest advice to me. It is great he actually advice. his advice is live beneath your means. Yes. My dad told me before we got married, like right before, when you get a raise, don't raise any of your bills Mm -hmm. so that you can actually feel the raise. If you increase your life every time you get a raise, you have effectively erased every raise you've ever gotten. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And I've taken that advice. Yes. I still, to this day, I don't know, how long has the Toyota been paid off? Years. Like three, three years? years, probably. Man, I have no desire to buy a new mm-hmm. car. No desire to get a we ring. Probably could use one, but we ain't going. I get do not have, especially if my license to be suspended. <laughs> Looks like uh, Uber Black. It is, <laughs> but um, I have. We we've both kind of been on the same page about this. Yeah. And my parents were never on the same page about money. That's, my dad wanted to, to save, on and my mom wanted to spend. Page. It is literally. I vote Republican, you cut dem- Democratic. We have now canceled each other out. <laughs> exactly. Neither of our votes actually matter. Exactly. Because in this house, we don't agree. Yes. So you do definitely have to be on the same page, as, especially when it comes to money. Yeah, and I think living beneath your means or at your means is so imperative. Because even me, like I like to vacation, but even my, my vacations are based on our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now that's been able to be better as things have gone on. But we've always vacationed. Yeah, yeah Even we true. were no money, we would just drive down to Portland. That's true. Remember, we couldn't even have sport, afford to spend the night there at first. We just went down there and bought stuff because it was tax free. And then it was all oh, we could spend the night. We're not in Portland. Who we got a little hotel? Man, we we we're gonna stay at the Lord it. Center. Oh, we staying for two nights at the Lord Center. We wasn't doing nothing. Portland you know was mean? all of two hour drive. Yeah, and then our first cruise. Although you got to start somewhere. 
Yeah. You got to start somewhere. So our first cruise, interior stateroom, three days, Bahamas, uh, Grand Cayman Islands. We was in this room right here. No, you were out of your mind. No, meaning there was no window. Well, there's a window here, but there was no window. Our room was a fourth of this size. Well, I'm not saying it was this big. I'm just oh, saying just like. no window. Yeah, just oh, okay. like yeah, yeah, yeah. in this like little encapsulated room inside yeah. of the And the we were ship. as happy as a, a rat. In a New York City subway station. I don't know why they say lark. My mom says happy as a lark. But, um, and now we going on cruises. Let's just say things are a little bit better on this cruise this year. But it's still within our means. I don't have, you know, some of my friends' money. Some people be, we're in Cabo. The dude was telling us some of these rooms be $10,000 a night, $30,000 a night. We don't have that type of money. I can't even, I can't even fathom people in the world have that money. But I know they do, but like 30 grand? A night for a vacation room for a room in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Dang, must be nice. But I think living beneath our means or at your means has allowed us to save, allowed us to have money for uh, emergencies. We didn't, we didn't have that. No, first, we didn't have, I mean, we didn't have a thousand dollars saved. No, for more years in our marriage than a lot, a little <laughs> bit. We had three hundred seventeen. In real life, that is so important because it also um, it creates safety and security. Yeah. Money can be a stressor in a relationship, is a stressor in a relationship. If the finances aren't right, it is easy to be very stressed out, which causes tension. Mm-hmm. And so um, it is important to create a budget, stick to the budget and um, develop, you know, a plan in your relationship. If that's a get out of debt plan or whatever it is and making sure that you're both on the same page. Yes. Um, speaking of pages, uh, I have a book club. You do. It is amazing. I go live every Tuesday. I was live uh, today and we had a really good time. Um, we have challenges in the book club and I discussed my last. Are you going to post those on your YouTube page? No, the girl said not to. That one or none of them? None of them. So I probably need to do something different. The reason why is because it's like the Periscope community. Got it. Um, You you got to be up in there. Yeah. I understand. and, And it's very like you know, like intimate tailored conversation, like to post what I talked about today on YouTube. Number one, you would need a lot more context. Um, and number two, like the women, they're like, I don't want folks to be knowing this what we talking well, they, about. You, their name wouldn't show on the video, but, but I'd, I be say, I'd be saying their names though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then, yeah. So right. anyway, um, I have a book club. It's amazing. It's called Lissa's, uh, Lissa's List. And we go through and we talk about different books that we're reading. The month of July, we are reading a book called, hold please, let From me Elaine pull it up. Yes. What's, how do you pronounce her last name? I think it's Welteroth. It's Welteroth. Yeah, that is how you pronounce it. Welteroth. She, she says it in the book. Um, it is called More Than Enough, Claiming Space for Who You Are No Matter What They Say. And there's a forward by Ava DuVernay. It's a really good so far. I'm only on chapter three. And I think she's just about to get to the point where she like, dives deep into mm-hmm. the like nuts yeah. and bolts of the book. The beginning was just kind of her beginning story. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it's a community. Uh, we read books every single month. Last month, we read a book by Jen Sincere. And the month before that, we read a book by Emily Nagowski. So every month we read a different book. We talk about it. I go live. I do my makeup. And girl, we just be chit-chatting and girl talking and everything. So if you haven't heard about Audible, it is one of my favorite, is my favorite way to read books because it allows me the flexibility and convenience of reading at any time. I don't, I'm not 
uh, tied to sitting down and opening up a book and reading when I'm commuting and I have a two hour commute or hour commute. It allows me the opportunity to read a book even when I'm driving. Um, I, we travel a lot. It gives me that opportunity. Like it's just very um, convenient. And right now, Audible has an amazing deal for Amazon Prime listeners. First of all, if you're not on Amazon Prime, what's what wrong are you with doing you? With your life? Uh, for a limited time, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime rib. Hello. Why the Righteous and Ratchet joke in the middle of I know of he can hear me, so I For say. a limited time, Amazon Prime <laughs> members can start an Audible membership and save 66% on their first three months, a total of Dang. $30 off. That's like getting three months of the price of one. Three months for the price of one. You'll just pay four ninety five per month for the first three months. After that, it's only fourteen ninety five per month. This offer is valid from seven one through seven thirty one. So basically, the entire month of July, this book or this offer is valid. Start listening with a thirty day Audible trial, and your first audio audio book plus two audio original Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash love hour or text love hour to five hundred five hundred. Again, that's audible.com slash love hour or text love hour to 500 500. Again, the um, in the show notes will be the link to join my book club and the book that we're reading for the month of July when you can take advantage of this offer is more than enough by Elaine Walter Roth. Um, next, we are going to talk about our friends over at native mm-hmm. um, they are the only deodorant that I packed for our trip in we were gone for 16 days. Yes. And um, I used their deodorant child. Listen, when you travel, the deodorant that you pack is the deodorant that you are willing to die by. You are willing to die by. I don't want to travel. Listen. Like, I don't want to be musty on listen, seat 17D. I when, when you are at home and you have the convenience of switching and swapping and doing whatever, yeah. you can do whatever. When you were go out of town, you know you only you pack your tried and true, your A-team stuff with you. And I packed my native deodorant and tried to be keeping me nice and fresh because I am a sweater. Mm-hmm. Uh, native And Native has something for everyone. Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women, plus the release of limited additional limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year we also offer an unscented formula and baking soda free formula for those with sensitive skin kev is a person that has sensitive the skin. most sensitive skin and actually some deodorants that are too harsh will burn my underarms yeah right here i'll have i'll have red irritated underarms he has very sensitive and skin. i have sensitive feelings you need you do you should have you used my native no but i I'll think try. actually i have the have you yeah, i like it target. yeah they do Mm, you can do you this. like it? If you work it for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Native also has a subscription service. When you subscribe, you save $2 per stick, and Native is conveniently delivered to your door every one, two, three, or four months. And I love... Um, things that are delivered to me. Subscriptions is the way of life. Subscriptions are a way of life. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com slash LH. That's nativedeodorant slash LH and use promo code LH during checkout. That's 20% off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com slash LH and use promo code LH during checkout. Um, And I use and they get my stamp of approval on that deodorant like real key. Real, real legit. Um, okay, so the next one, what did we just talk about? Live within your means? Yes, beneath your means. Um, All within your means. Okay. Next one, have your own thing. Man. This is so 
important. Do you remember when you you had the little black dress? I business? went through so many phases of trying to figure out my own thing. Yeah, it is so important. It is important to. It is important to be a whole person coming into your relationship. Yeah. And it is also important to create a we in your relationship. Mm -hmm. But it is also important not to get so caught up in the we that you forget the whole person that entered the relationship to begin with. And I think a lot of times we can get so caught up in like the two shall become one, the two shall become one, the two shall become one, that we forget it's important to nurture yourself as a whole individual that is separate from that relationship. And, And I... As I think for women especially, it's so easy to like again just get caught up in the roles of like mommyhood and wifedom and you know being a good employee and all of those things that you forget to cater and take care of yourself. Yes. And so um, it took me a long time. I did the little black dress. You did. I sold you weave. Sold I weave. was like really searching for weave. I was I slanging the weed. For you, boy. I was slanging the weed. Smoking on that loud. So it's really important for 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 us, for everyone, to find that like what makes me happy, even if it's not something my spouse wants to do with me. What is it that makes me happy? And you have to. The other person has to allow that person that time. Because when you started YouTubing, I remember this, you used to always pick me up from the airport, and then you started with your own channel, mm-hmm. and you weren't able to. At your. Two brown girls, at like, my behest. Yes. But then it was like, wait, this is cutting into our time. Usually, you we sit and watch movies and stuff, and now you got to shoot. Like, I'm the one that has to shoot. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's supposed to be busy. And you go to work, and then you be all alone to me. <laughs> so I really had to allow you to grow into your own um uh, Desires, And even if, like, I don't remember who said it, but somebody said every uh, spouse should be able to enjoy what they want to, like, if you like jazz and I don't like jazz, I should be able to go to jazz. But we should do one thing together. Was that from Black Love? Uh, no, I think it was Will Smith. I thought it was Tay Diggs. Uh, wait, say, what you, say the full thing. They were saying, like, if they do four things a year that they want to do, one of those, the other spouse should go and enjoy it as if it was their I thing. I thought that was uh, Will Smith. I don't remember Tay Diggs and being... It, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Yeah, but anyway, uh, like Chance the Rapper concert, me and Josh went. Oh, you, you were like, did. I don't, Yeah, you were like, I'm not really a Chance the Rapper fan, so nah, I'm not going to go. And then you with your homegirls, y'all went to... Uh, was it SWV and Escape Live or... Oh yeah, 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 Monica. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you and Mel and a couple of your friends mm-hmm. went to that, and I didn't go. And that, well, you know, you're going on a girls' trip with your uh, homegirls uh, later. Yeah. But even within, like, that's vacation stuff. But you have your own uh, hobbies and yeah. interests and things that and you like. And sometimes that's hard. You you grow into a point in your relationship where you realize it's okay to do things that your spouse doesn't like. Because what you want, what the initial inclination mm-hmm. is for you to come and do everything I want to do yes. as well. And I used to do that with you and I used to hate it. What did you hate it? Some of everything. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here. And then it shows up in your face and yeah. you know, no one's really having a good time because I'm irritated. I don't want to be here. And then I'm um, looking at you like, well, you don't even want to be here. Yes. And so I want you to have fun. Yeah. And I'm like, but I told you I don't want to be here. So I'm not going to have fun. So it's like ha- growing to a point where, yes, you do have to sacrifice on occasion and be like, I'm going to go simply because I know that this is important for to you. Right. And you want me to be there. I will go. And then there's some stuff that like, just be okay with the fact that I don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. And that's okay. Yes. 
because otherwise you will cut off some of the things that you actually enjoy trying to figure out the things that you both enjoy right. and then you end up irritated about that too yeah or you end up ruining what you like because the other person has an attitude now you're mad they have an attitude and you can't really enjoy it and it might have been more enjoyed enjoyable if you just did it alone right. or with a friend that enjoys it with you yes you know what i mean I wouldn't say you go with the opposite Obviously, sex. I was just about to say that. We're not saying that. But yeah. it just as important as it, is, as it is to nurture and create hobbies and experiences that you do together, it's also important to recognize that you're not going to like Perfect everything example. that I like. And I don't need you to be there to, um, to like. Mel do doesn't me. like movies. Yes. Greg loves movies. So she, a uh, year ago or so, was like, you know, Greg. Because me and the boys and Greg will go see action movies all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if you love them as much as we do, but Mm -hmm. you'll go. Uh, But she was just like, you know, Greg, just go on. Y'all go have a good time. Because me me and Greg and the boys, we saw King Kong. We were seeing all types of stuff. And I think that's the problem is like... (laughs) being careful to be like I don't like that therefore I want you to not, not like this so I'm going to forbid you from right. going and enjoying Mr. yours yes Mr. <laughs> Wonderful I just wonder if you're going to get that um, and so just being careful that like I still have to release you to be able to go as well yes. and sometimes that's hard and because you have FOMO making- yeah, when you're making a life together that doesn't mean you're going to enjoy the same thing mm-hmm. you did not enjoy Game of Thrones but I do I don't enjoy Jane the Virgin nearly as much as you do. I need to catch up. But that doesn't mean I'd be like, man, this is dumb. Turn that off. You know what I mean? So I think we covered enough on that point. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, The next one is um, remember your role as husband and wife. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're kind of like saying something, backtracking, saying something, backtracking. But it's like all taken together. Yeah, I think none of it is 100%. You know, it's not like be who you are within your own marriage and never do nothing together. Yeah. But it's okay to do some things together. Yes. And you should be husband, wife, daddy, father, but you also remember you are Kevin, you are Melissa. Yes, it's like but you are be an individual, but also remember your wife. Right. Because it's not, none of it is a hundred percent of anything. Yeah. It's all an amalgam of uh, stuff. What's amalgam? This word? Amalgam? What is that word? Okay, you're gonna look it up. I I I, I said poignant when I said uh, met punctual. I heard, just yeah. heard that. But the thing is that kind of just going back to this is that um, once you have kids, it is so easy to go into the role of parenting and partners in the parenting thing and forgetting that ah, you have a spouse. Amalgam, a mixture or blend. Mm. Sometimes I don't even know how smart I am. <laughs> that was a good word. So it's just making sure that you always remember to honor the fact that you're a husband and wife. Yes. Even if your kids were there first, you were in right. a relationship before they came in. So remembering to honor those roles and keeping in touch with your, you know, being a wife, being a spouse, being like lovers and partners first. Right. Lovers. Uh, because you can yeah. simply become yeah. like parenting Sometimes it's nothing more than a partnership. In so many ways. I was talking about this on the Righteous and Ratchet episode where I cried. Uh, we play our roles. You are their mom, obviously, I'm their dad. But you tend to be the educator mm-hmm. more than I do. Mm-hmm. And I am the fun bringer. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of, you know, I'm the silly person. Yeah. You know, and we both play our roles. So that doesn't mean I never help the boys with homework or project or anything like that. And it doesn't mean that you're never fun. But we do kind of fall into mm-hmm. ROs. You tend to discipline them more than I do, but I'll, I'll be in there. 
Sometimes I've said something to them once. I said, hey, y'all better stop for mommy comes. <laughs> you know mommy don't like that. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Uh, I was just saying that we, we fall into our roles. Of making amalgam. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. We're running out of time. All right. Um, before we do, we want to just quickly talk about um, our last partner for this podcast, and they are Simple Health. Simple Health is all about care that fits your lifestyle, making birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with online prescriptions and free home delivery. Please. Make my life simple. Listen. Make my life convenient. Make my life simple. Make my Make life affordable. Deliver blah, 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 blah. to my home. A better way to get birth control is here. Whether you're trying birth control for the first time or need to renew your prescription, Simple Health will take care of you. Just fill out an online health profile and answer some questions to find the birth control that is right for you birth control is so important it is a right that i have to i believe that you have to manage where you are in your life no one wants to bring children into this world that they are not prepared for financially because children are a a huge the biggest expense they're such a huge expense so be responsible um with your sex life um but also you know there are options out there and Mm -hmm. uh birth control is an option that um i believe that we all should be able to take advantage of um give getting birth control can be inconvenient and simple health makes it very very simple your prescription is usually twenty dollars but our listeners can try simple health for free just go to simplehealth.com slash love hour or enter the code love hour at checkout again you can get the prescription is normally twenty dollars you can try simple health for free just go to simplehealth.com slash love hour or enter love hour at checkout i want to mention that this isn't a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or gynecologist you should still go and get checkups as needed this is so important men and women child we need to go to the gynecologist well you don't need to go to the gynecologist i I ain't got no coochie But you should definitely go to the doctor and get your annuals and your exams to make sure everything is working in proper order and the way that God designed it. Amen. Um, But in the meantime, between time, um, this allows you the opportunity to get your birth control conveniently, easily and very affordable. Um, But it is the okay. So Simple Health is the most affordable and convenient way to get your birth control. Again, try a better way to get birth control with Simple Health by going to simplehealth.com slash love hour or just enter love hour at checkout. Get it a try and thank us later. Okay. Next one. Why are you feeling all over my hair and stuff? I like you. You're being a weirdo. Okay. Three more, Kev. Make sex a priority. I knew that was next. And while you're making sex a priority, get on that birth control. We talked about this in the Love Hour Live. You, before we got married, we thought that sex was automatic and easy. Yes. And the truth is you have to make time for it. You have to make it a priority. You have to understand how to best get your spouse in the right headspace for sex, uh, especially the lower desire or the higher desire person who maybe have uh, 
uh, less sensitive brakes. Yes. And uh, high accelerators. High accelerators. Very sensitive accelerators. Yeah. So for me, I being a higher desire in our relationship, and um, it's my responsibility to help uh, apply the accelerators and not step on the brakes. Yes. And that means sometimes it means me helping with dinner, helping with the homework, helping clean up the house, mm-hmm. things that are on your mind. Uh, there's a lot of burden that I can bear so that you have less to. Uh, sort through worry about yeah and right yeah and all of those things matter the other thing about making sex a priority is educating yourself yeah on sex i think that most of us we just we just don't know Mm -mm. we just we're not taught and we just don't know yeah and so it is so important to educate yourself on accelerators like educate yourself on brakes um according to emily nagowski sex drive is not even a thing it should be desire it should be like your sexual desire your sexual appetite right and she describes it as um some people have like responsive sexual desire and some people have responsive sexual did i say responsive responsive okay so some people have spontaneous sexual desire and some people have responsive sexual desire and that means you might not start sex but you might be receptive to the other person starting and learning oh i'm a responsive sexual desire person so that that's what you are yes so that means my mind won't always be there but i have to allow myself to be open to get there the example is this think about how many times you've walked into a home full maybe you just had a full meal you've walked into a house and you're like oh girl that smells good I ain't hungry, but let me just have a plate. I mean, let me just have a taste. Mm -hmm. And before you know, you know, you've eaten a full plate of food. Yeah, I've done that a lot. That is, (laughs) that is responsive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't go in with like, oh, I'm hungry. You went in and the, um, you are aroused by the smell of the food. I'd be aroused by the smell of food. And so being "Mm, open to, let me just have a little bit before you know, you know it, you've eaten a full plate. And that's the same thing that happens with sex. You may not, always have like that spontaneous i'm right. hungry i want sex but you're more but like being open eat. to it not even like you literally could be like i'm full i just ate i am not hungry at all mm. and then oh this smells good now i'm enticed that's what happens to me when you be walking by be like oh this smells good i am enticed okay next one <laughs> uh don't listen to respond listen to comprehend <laughs> This is important in the midst of an argument because this is important in the midst of an argument because what you want to often do is defend yourself. Yes. During the gifts thing, I really had to listen. Mm -hmm. That was a difficult conversation because it's challenging and it feels like a critique. Yes. And nobody wants to be embarrassed. Nobody wants to be told they're wrong. Nobody wants to have their intentions questioned. But you have to. And I I think it was very helpful for me to know that you were not just being mean to me. You were Mm -hmm. not just like here to hurt me. You really were trying to educate me in where the way you were in life at the moment and how I could best. um, I don't want to say deal with you because that's harsh, but uh, best love you. Yeah. So um, I had to like Will Smith said when the Jordan Woods thing, I had to take my medicine. Mm. And that was really difficult. Medicine doesn't taste good, doesn't smell good. Right. But it is necessary to get better. And I feel like I feel like uh, that's what I had to do. And I feel like we're better off for it. Absolutely. 
All right, and now the very last one is have fun together. Sexual fun as well. Uh, and just regular fun. And sex. Uh, so there are three type of activities that you should do uh, with your spouse. Face side to face. To side, face to face, side to side, belly to belly. Those are all sex, by the way. Face to face, side to side. I was like, Belly to belly. No, belly to belly is sex. Face to face is talking. Side by side is fun activities. Yes. And what's the last fun activity we done together? Um, where were we just uh Cabo? Riding camels. We rode camels. We did a bunch of stuff. That wasn't necessarily fun. Oh uh, I, I, I had a good time. No, camels have my legs spread apart too far. That's actually true. I think the funnest thing we did in Cabo was sit at the pool and talk all day. <laughs> and eat cheeseburgers at eight. Oh, that was fun. But actually I had a really good time. Um I had a good time when we went out on the economy and You so military. We was out on the economy. I don't know what to call it. We went into town. Oh, into town. Downtown okay. Cabo. We was oh. out on the economy. Okay, whatever. Uh, I didn't have fun there. I know you and Joshua were stressed the heck out. I didn't like it at all. I, I had a great lie. time. I was Jojo on that roller coaster. I did I not, not like, like this. this. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. But overall, I had a time. We had my fun life. in the Temptations. Oh my gosh, that was a great time. We had we did dinner. We one night we you and I just went to that uh, the wing joint. That was a good time. Oh, Dallas barbecue. Yeah, Dallas barbecue. We walked Highline Park. That was with a group of people. But we were still side by side. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. BB and J's were good. BB and J's were good. Yeah. And we've ah. done a lot. And you know what's funny is that men enjoy uh, those side by side, the side by side activities more, like statistically speaking, than women. Stop it. Stop with the face. Stop it. Ah. <laughs> He's so embarrassing. We, um,. When we were in Hawaii, we did a lot of fun stuff. We did. We did ATVs. Is we that did. more important to you than face-to-face activities? No. I enjoyed the conversation as well. Uh, I like doing fun stuff, though. Mm-hmm. Like, And I always have. Even as a kid, uh, with friends, I mean, we, we grew up similar. We just go to the pool all day. I did. We did. We are so black at the end of the summer. Man. Uh, but I like doing it with you because I, I, I still consider you a friend. You're and I think friend. that's what you lose when you get caught up in the roles. Sometimes you lose the friendship yes. um, in a relationship. And those things are important. That's why it's important to remember and cultivate those fun activities and memories and bonding experiences together. Because sitting and just raising kids. Right. That can be no- very routine and boring. The kids come home. They go to school. They yeah. grow out of clothes. They got a project. They got four or five projects per year. They got a recital. They got soccer practice. That could become routine so quickly. Yeah. And it's hard to break out of that. Even with Joe, one of the things we're working on now is creating opportunities for fun memories. They don't just happen by happenstance. Oh, no. You have to say, you have to be we're going to do movie that. night. Yeah. You know, there was a time where, like, okay, we're going through the Marvel catalog. And then we were watching the old Batmans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then we, and then we did Star Wars. Yeah. So, But we have to actually make time. We're going to do it on Thursday. We're not going to take any calls or do this and that. We're gonna, this is our movie time. Um, so I think that's as important with family as it, with, with, as it is with your marriage. Yes, 100%. More, it's important. Fact, we're with about the to kids. do it right now. We're about to go take the kids to see Spider Man. Yeah, you have to do those things. Cultivate those things in your family, and cultivate those things with um, between you and your spouse. It's very important. Um, so those are our fifteen lessons in fifteen years. Happy anniversary again! Happy anniversary! I love you. Let's do. I love you sex. too. Okay. 
Um, thank you so much for joining today's episode. And if you're going to be in New Orleans at Essence Fest, we will see you there. We will see you We're there, there when Thursday this, night with yes, Joshua and Doe When Boy. this drops, we will be there. Um, we'll be heading we'll actually, that day. Yeah, we'll probably be heading there that day. After Pride already on, on Sunday, we're doing a meet and greet with them, and we will be not tweeting about it. Instagram storing. So yeah. if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us. We will be telling you where we're going to be on Instagram stories. We would love to see you guys there. Yeah, come say hi. Uh, we'll be at Pull the up. Walmart main stage. We're going to be doing a bunch of different yep. activities. I'll the whole crew will be Saturday, there. Hosting. You'll be able to see Josh Gons in person. Doughboy will be there. Jason will be there. My mama, my dad, not my daddy, my mama, my sisters, all the whole crew. So um, if you're going to Essence Fest, pull up, say hi. Okay, uh, bye. All right, bye.